Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Viva Wellness Podcast. My name is Jarrell. I'm Rachel. I feel like one day we should introduce each other. Okay. I just had that thought just now. So maybe isn't that how they do it on like sketch comedies? Like or like talk shows? Like an SNL introduction? I don't actually know what a sketch comedy is. (laughs) Okay. I just envisioned like two people like being funny and performing. Like they introduce the other person. Okay. So not simply introducing the person, but doing something else. Oh, no, I don't want to do anything else. (laughs) So, okay. (laughs) So just introing the other person. Isn't that nice and fun? Like, okay, never mind. It was better. (laughs) Apparently, it's not a good idea. It's fine. Whatever. Anyway. We are here today to talk about motivation and lack thereof, or how to, and or how to accommodate yourself when you're feeling like you really just can't, Mm. which I think a lot of people are experiencing, especially now as the pandemic kind of, I don't want to say ends because it's not ending, but as things open up. Mm-hmm. how we can manage that feeling of like, I just don't want to. Mm. So first point is, I guess that, like I, we, we feel you, we see you when we feel you. I think it's something that is very prevalent, especially now. And so if you're going through it, know that it's not necessarily a you problem mm-hmm. and it may not be time to blow up your life. Like we're going to get to, what you can do to kind of evaluate if this is an ongoing problem, how to fix it or how to move forward. But I want everyone to hear that first. Like this is not necessarily just a you problem. Like this is a lot of people are feeling this as the world is really rapidly changing. Mm -hmm. So number one point is the difference between motivation and commitment. This is kind of a common idea. You might've heard this somewhere before um, that it's, a huge difference between are you motivated or are you committed and why if you're committed you don't necessarily need to be motivated so like to break that down I think what people think of when they think of motivated is like you get out of bed and you're raring to go like you're excited and you're like yeah let's do this motivated you want to right like if I said hey would you like to walk down the block for a million dollars you'd probably be very motivated to do that I hope I would be very motivated to do it. I would leave this podcast recording right now. Mm-hmm. But a lot of things in life that we've committed to don't always give us that feeling every day. So right. whether that's your job or even taking care of your family or a hobby of yours or social plans with friends, right? We're all committed to maintaining our relationship with our family, maintaining our career, maintaining social relationships with friends achieving a goal, but there are going to be days where you don't want to do that or do the things it takes to achieve that greater goal. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. You don't have to actually feel excited. Like someone offered you a million dollars to walk down the block every time you have to go to work or every time you have to go to your kid's soccer game or have happy hour with a friend. Like you actually don't have to feel that the -hmm. commitment can then take over and say, I don't really want to do this right now but this is for the greater good, so to speak. And so I'm gonna anyway. 
And I think that's the difference between are you motivated to do something or are you committed to do something, which sometimes when the motivation lacks, it's okay to say, I don't really want to do this, but I'm going to do it anyway because I'm committed to something. And also normalizing that just because you've committed to something doesn't mean you're always motivated to do it. And I think that's an important kind of mindset shift that floats around research in the interwebs every so often that I think is important to bring up as it's a helpful distinction between sometimes you do something that you don't really want to do in the moment for the something you want to do overall and there are going to be other things you're excited to do but like both are equally valuable and both are reason to get out the door right I'm also wondering uh, what do you think about or do you see that commitment as the same as discipline or do you see that as different I guess they're similar hmm. um, in the sense of, yeah, like if you're committed to something, I think it takes discipline to stay committed to something, if that makes sense. I think the commitment can drive your discipline, right? Like if I say, like someone might call me discipline, for example, because it's very much on my mind because I'm getting up to do it tomorrow, getting up at five o'clock in the morning because it's too damn hot in New York City to run. Someone might say, oh, that takes discipline, which like, okay, fair, but it comes from a commitment to a goal. So I think they kind of, they're like holding hands and skipping down the street together. They're friends. But not one in the same. Yeah. I don't know why, but I wouldn't say they're the same thing. Hmm. I'm sure someone, <clears throat> some social science researchers like tried to identify the difference. I, I can't think of anything I've read that kind of really captures that. It's just something I was wondering because it's, it's a an idea that I think often comes up in my conversations with clients about like engaging in some action that is like goal directed. And people, I just people often talk about like the need for discipline. And it's just interesting to hear how different people view it and like, and try and think about what it actually means. Yeah, it's just like a really interesting part of the equation. I think for me, um, the way I look at it is, <clears throat> I, I don't disagree with what you're saying, but I would also say that all of the, like the words that we're using, at least to me, are, I don't know, I kind of see them more as subjective feelings or like experiences. Like, yeah, uh, I would agree with that right feeling motivated it's like they're kind of feelings but kind of experiences that we have like being committed it's like an internal subjective something and um i even think that like discipline is that also and i just think that that's interesting to think about like that is so these are internal experiences but action is separate from that and they can be parallel, like they could be moving in the same direction, but to your point, they need not be all the time, right? You need not yeah. feel motivated to do the thing that you said is important to you. You need, maybe you don't even need to feel disciplined um, or I don't know, have, I don't know, have discipline, what, however people wanna look at it, but it's it's just like that separation from like, internal experience and feeling versus action. 
and maybe one doesn't lead to the other necessarily and that's okay yeah that's fair I would also say too I think just for anybody who's listening to this and feels like discipline kind of has like a bad vibe to it Mm. of things like you have to do and you should do anyway whereas to me the commitment and motivation thing is like I'm not saying, oh, I'm going to go do something that is actually like totally atrocious or that mm-hmm. I don't want to do, but you know, I should do because I'm disciplined. Like discipline to me takes, that's what has, shows up when I like force myself to go to the dentist, even though I hate the dentist, mm-hmm. right? Like, which I guess also, but to your point could be like, well, I'm committed to maintaining my health. Yeah. So yeah, I guess through all but this, like- I'm saying like they do kind of go together, but I think the discipline part too, how that's separate from commitment is that the commitment is like you said, a more emotional experience and something that really resonates with you versus just like forcing yourself to stick on a path. Yeah. And I think as we're talking about this too, I think about it's what we're also talking about just to contextualize it is like momentary discomfort. Right. Right. Because I don't want people to like walk away from this conversation thinking that, oh, like I should be putting myself through like all these really difficult, hard things because I want to be disciplined. Um or show that I'm committed to something, like that's not entirely true. And it doesn't necessarily apply to every situation, but it's really about these things in which you, like these more is kind of like everyday things that you have to bridge the gap from whatever you're feeling to the doing. And it's like getting over that hump of like getting to the point of doing there is probably going to be discomfort there. Um, yeah. yeah, but it's not extreme. I don't well, know. and I think that speaks to the importance of choosing your commitments, right? Because right. you might choose something that does bring more than momentary discomfort. And maybe sometimes it's extreme, right? I don't know why, because I've never experienced this personally, but medical school comes to mind as I'm saying this, mm. right? Like that doesn't sound like a good time, especially rotations and residency and some of the things people have to endure, I would guess that a lot of people who have gone through med school view that as extreme at some point, and maybe it's more than temporary discomfort, or at least the temporary lasts a while. But if that's worth it to you, cool. But I think that's where it's also maybe really helpful to evaluate something before you commit to it, or even as you've committed to it to say, is any discomfort, whether it's minor, whether it's short, temporary, long, temporary, extreme, you know, and that's all subjective, Mm -hmm. is it worth it? Mm -hmm. And if it's worth it, maybe that's what keeps you disciplined slash gets you out the door when you're not necessarily feeling the Mm -hmm. motivation. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, listen, I I tell people from time to time, um, I actually used an experience from graduate school uh, in a conversation with client, a client the other day. And they were like, oh, (laughs) I'm like, yeah, so this is what it's like. (laughs) Um, So in terms of like tolerating discomfort, there you go. Yeah, that's actually a good example because as you know, and anyone who knows me know, I did not enjoy graduate school. Mm -hmm. Not a good, that was not my favorite two plus years. Mm -hmm. But the end result is like, well, I got to do this because I want what comes at the end of that. Mm -hmm. And so you like, this is where suck it up comes into play. Mm. But I think it's taking 
a really good look at like, what have I committed to? And is it something that really resonates with me versus something that I feel like I should be doing or other people want me to do? Yeah. Because, you know, we'll talk more about like troubleshooting a lack of motivation later, but that could be number one in terms of troubleshooting, right? Mm -hmm. Like, does this actually matter to me? Mm -hmm. Am I doing a hard thing that really matters slash is worth it? Or am I doing a hard thing that I actually don't really care about? And therefore that's why I don't want to do it because it's mm -hmm. hard and I don't, I don't care. Mm -hmm. So I think that's a important distinction though, because even in doing something that you are committed to, there are going to be days in a more long-term process where you don't want to for various reasons. For and sure. so can you dig into that commitment and or discipline, whichever resonates with you to say like, I'm going to do this anyway because it's worth it at the end of the day mm -hmm. and motivation can be more fleeting than a commitment to something mm -hmm. yeah piggybacking onto that i guess this whole conversation is kind of about troubleshooting motivation but we'll mm -hmm. have more tips later there is a big misconception among the humans that you have to feel like something in order to do it versus the other way around so mm -hmm. this is where a tip for, usually it's applied to fitness, but I actually mm -hmm. think it can work for anything. Go do something for 10 minutes, get out the door and go for 10 minutes or get on a treadmill for 10 minutes, get on a bike for 10 minutes, walk for 10 minutes. If you still hate it and don't want to go back home, what ends up happening is that after 10 minutes of doing the thing, you're like in the mood now. You're like, all right, no, I'm moving. The weather's nice, whatever. I have good music. Cool. I'm in this. We often think that mood has to come before action, but it can also be the other way around mm -hmm. that getting up to do the thing can make you feel like doing the thing. Mm -hmm. And I think this happens to people a lot in their daily lives. They just might not realize it. Have you ever been sitting on the couch watching TV and like, there's nothing particularly wrong but you know you have to get up to make dinner, which sounded like a perfectly fine idea a few hours ago. And you're sitting there being all, I would rather cut off my foot than get off up off this couch right now. I like absolutely this, do not want this to. This sounds like a very Rachel situation. Yeah, I might have had that experience. <laughs> I don't know why you're calling me out. It's very rude, but that's fine. Yes, I can relate to that. Yes. But then you get up and you're like, fine. And you drag yourself across the living room, whatever, across your house to mm -hmm. get to the kitchen. And a couple minutes in, you're like, okay, this actually isn't that bad. Mm -hmm. Cleaning your house is another thing. Mm -hmm. Doing work, right? Working on a project where you're like, oh my God, I don't want to do this. And you procrastinate every way possible. And then all of a sudden, five minutes into it, you're like, okay, I still don't love this, but actually it's not that bad. I'm okay. Mm -hmm. Because the action came and then your mood followed. And so that's something to remember as well, that it's not always about feeling like doing something and then doing it. Sometimes it's about doing it, which will then make you feel like doing it. Mm -hmm. This is basically what happens to me every single morning in the summer when I go to run. I mm -hmm. never want to. It's hot. It's the weather is just straight up disrespectful these days. Mm -hmm. But once I'm out, I'm like, all right, I'm here. And I like this. So cool. So I think that's something to remember also that can actually make you feel motivated, right? You don't always have to slog through it. Doing that and getting started might actually get you back to the place where you're excited to do the thing. And therefore it makes it easier to finish doing the thing. It's oh. also something that can apply 
when you're not sure you really want to get started with something, and often this is something new, you know, you're not going to feel like a guitar player, for example, until you take guitar lessons, whether with a person or on YouTube or from a book or whatever, right? You're not a guitar player until you play the guitar. How do you feel like a guitar player? Play the guitar. But often we stop ourselves from doing something because you're like, I'm not a guitar player. I can't play the guitar well. How do you feel like a guitar player? Play the instrument. And so that's something to remember as well when you're kind of hesitating on starting something new or starting something hard, you'll start to feel more capable and more like you can do a thing once you do the thing. Right. I would also add like one one thing that you're, you continue to kind of say is just like bringing up this idea of excitement and I actually want to like turn down the volume on that a bit too because also even if after you start doing it you may not be excited about it which is fine mm -hmm. you may not ever get excited about it but you may still find value in it right. it still may be good for some other reason so you know i i just want to say that because i don't want people to walk away from like well oh i started it and i i still don't feel excited about it i i don't feel like this like surge of like positive energy um you may not. And that's not, that doesn't mean that it's a failure or the wrong thing to, to have done, but you can feel a lot of other things. Um, I just think about even myself in terms of like, whenever I'm like doing cardio, for instance, never not once. I'm like, yes, this is great. I feel great now. <laughs> but there's at some point where I'm like, well, I'm halfway through this, so I might as well get done. <laughs> Let me just finish. And so I keep going and, um, but yeah, so excitement's not even necessarily mandatory either. So would you call that experience though, more of the motivation or more of the commitment? Commitment, definitely not motivation. Yeah, so maybe that's the distinction. Cause I think you bring up a good point of that. Maybe it also, once you start doing the thing it doesn't necessarily bring on motivation but it increases right. your desire to stay committed. Yeah, yeah. And like, I'm naturally a stubborn person. So at that point, I'm like, nope, either I'm gonna fall over, or I'm gonna throw up, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna, I said I was gonna do this, so I'm gonna do it and oh well. So. Okay. Well, if anyone shares Jarrell's gym, like look out, cause one day you might just see him fall over. Right. Just, you know, just be ready, be ready. Not, not really, but you know. I hope not, that would, be messy. No, I, I have a good yeah. gauge. Like, obviously, other than, you know, that would not be good for your well-being. I just feel right. bad for the person who has to, like, pick <laughs> you up me. off the floor. Right. Right. Yeah. But I think that also brings up a good point, too, of that play to your strengths, right? If you know that once you get out the door, you're like, mm -hmm. no, I, I'm up, I'm out, we're not doing this, like, we're not going back home, we're right. sticking with it. Cool. Or if you're someone who knows that if you put it on a calendar... <laughs> you're not going to skip it, then do that, right? Or if yep. it's whatever you need, you need to phone a friend halfway through, you need to make sure you always have music, you need to have like a really good piece of pie at the end of whatever you're doing, like mm -hmm. play to your strengths for either how to increase motivation or increase your desire to commit, whichever feels more relevant to you. Yeah, It's fine if you kind of play to your strengths of like, what will make this easier to do? Right. You know, and I think that applies too it can do both 
right? Like you're saying your natural stubbornness equals an increased desire to commit. Mm -hmm. But I think in the same circumstances, maybe a different person, if they were like playing their hype playlist might increase their motivation Mm -hmm. at the same time or both. Or both, right? yeah. And so it's just kind of knowing like who you are and what works for you mm-hmm. to kind of keep you going and tap into what side of it. Like, right, like you yeah. said, maybe you're never going to be motivated, but you can increase the desire to commit. Yeah. All that being said, there are definitely things in which you just don't feel it for a really extended period of time, mm-hmm. whether you're committed or not. And I think obviously if this is a process that you've been going through for a while, you are committed in for one reason or another, whether that's because it's a goal you really want to reach, but it ends up feeling a lot harder than you thought, or it's your job and you're committed because you like to pay rent and eat, but you really can't bring yourself to ever want to go. Mm-hmm. All kinds of things like that. People find themselves in a position where it just not feeling like anything other than a slog for an extended period of time. And that gets exhausting. Yeah. So all of the whole mood follows action, all of that in terms of addressing motivation versus commitment, everything we just said is all well and good, but you're still going to be exhausted if you're like on month six of having to continuously talk yourself into doing something that you haven't felt like doing in a very long time. Mm -hmm. At some point, you got to kind of have the charge or feel connected to your commitment in some way, like there has to be some type of warm, good feeling involved. Otherwise it's going to really just start to feel like it just bricks are piling on top of you. Mm-hmm. So if you're in that situation, what do you do? I think as we kind of touched on a little bit earlier, the first thing is assess that commitment. How committed are you really? Mm-hmm. Right. Is it something that you really want and it really resonates with you or is it something that you feel like it should resonate with you I use the example all the time of people say pretty often I want to learn a second language or a third language or fourth language whatever but then that's actually really hard Mm -hmm. so when push comes to shove they're like oh you know what I don't want this enough Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm I'm done and that's fine I think that happens a lot with hobbies when people say like oh I want to learn photography I want to learn how to cook And those things are hard if it's not something that you're naturally good at or that you're experienced at or that you love. And so people then say, and so justify the means. And if you're in a place where you set out to do something and you haven't been feeling the motivation and you think that might be why, I think the first thing is just to remind you that's okay. You can't do everything and it's okay to not want to do everything. There are a lot of things that in a perfect world I'd love to do if I could just like insert the knowledge into my brain or add a couple hours to the day, but I can't do either of those things. And so it's fine. So if that's you, I would say, give yourself some grace to just say, you know what? This was cool. I don't want it enough. I don't want it enough right now. This isn't a good time for this. I'm going to put this on the shelf again. Maybe I'll pick it up later, but for now, I'm just going to let myself off the hook. Mm -hmm. If it's something in which you can't, like your job or taking care of kids or your partner or a close friend or something where it's just not easy to drop, right? You can drop your photography class pretty easily. I don't think, I hope that you cannot just like give up on your toddler as easily Mm -hmm. as you can drop a photography class. 
or you can't just up and quit your job. Most people can't, right? They're not in a position where they can just say, I don't like this, I'm done, and let's just figure out later what happens next. In those situations, I think it's helpful to do a deep dive, and this is our PSA for Therapy Helps, because at that point, it's something to really figure out what it is that's going wrong. Yeah. And obviously, a single job can be a lot easier to pinpoint and potentially rectify, you know, might take a while, but the solution might be simpler mm -hmm. than if it's like my career makes me unhappy, or I am just really not feeling being a partner or a parent or a sister or a mm -hmm. daughter or son, whatever. Those things require a deep dive because in theory, at some point you were committed to those things and then something changed, right? You were committed to whatever career you chose. You were committed to being a parent. You were committing to being whatever role you now play. And it sounded like a good thing to do. And then something changed. So what is that thing that changed, right? And it might not even be related, right? Maybe parenting, right. for example, is harder because you are working longer hours or your partner's working longer hours, or there's a medical diagnosis from someone in the family that you didn't expect, or something has come up that changed the circumstances. Or maybe it's just not what you expected it to be. With someone else in your life, maybe there's something in that relationship dynamic that has been low key making you unhappy for a while and now you're feeling the effects of it. It's not an easy path to go down, but I think that's step one before you can even figure out what you're going to do to quote unquote solve it is figure out what the issue is because at some point it was something you were committed to doing and then clearly something has fallen off. So what is that something that's fallen off? Mm -hmm. And I want to give some empathy to anyone going through that as well, because that's not an easy thing to do, especially when you're in the midst of it. And so if you can, I would also recommend if you're in that place to try to take a break from the thing. Can you take time off of work? Can you take a weekend away from your family? Can you put a friend on pause for a second and just like take a step back and whatever that looks like, right? I think a lot of people would be like, I'm going to go to a tropical island for a month in an ideal world to escape whatever, you know, they need to figure out how to change in their life. But that's not realistic for a lot of us, most of us. And so even if it's just like an hour away one day to reflect that's just separate, take that. If it's a weekend, great. If it's 20 minutes or five minutes, a few days in a row, whatever you need to do, taking a step back to try to see the big picture is a really helpful tool as you start that process. Mm -hmm. Also therapy, have to underline that again. A therapist yeah. is very helpful in this situation. Yeah, because it, it can get like really, because uh, as you're talking, I was thinking like it can get easily very complex because most of the time I find they're just like competing interests mm -hmm. like your competing feelings that you have to like negotiate or and sort through and obviously it's really helpful to have another person help you sort through it yeah yeah to wrap up again I think we just want to normalize it I don't know a single person who hasn't gone through this to some degree, whether it's like on the small end or the big existential end. Mm -hmm. And so just know that if it's something that you're currently experiencing, or if you're going to experience it in the past, try to remember this podcast in the past, going to experience right. it in the past. Wow. Have experienced it in the past or going to experience it in the future. That's correct, right? I said it right. Yes. Okay. Just <laughs> just check it. I was like, I like I now don't trust myself with words. 
if that's you, try to remember this episode or just know that it's something that is a normal human experience and everyone goes through it. So I think before you even do any of the things we mentioned, just know this is not necessarily like a you problem. And I know I said that before. It's not a you problem. It's not a crisis. It's a normal human experience. Take a deep breath and move forward and troubleshoot as it resonates with you in the best way to do so. Yeah. I always say to people, uh, just be curious with yourself. Try not to be so like judgmental or critical. Uh, also like try not to masturbate. It's one of my favorite words. Um, thinking that you must you do some, huh? What did you just say? Masturbate. So it's like- Wait, is that like, is there a D in that word? No, muster. Okay. It sounds like you were saying mustard, mustard. and I'm like, no. I need to understand how mustard is. You're like, this got very scary very quickly. Okay. Um, I, I feel better now. Continue. Yeah. Uh, because, so it's just like that, I, that I think is because of my accent, but the, it's this idea of like thinking about what you must do, what you should do. And like, and that is often very like self-critical and judgmental. So I just gentle reminder to be curious with yourself. Like think about what is it? Like what it, what are the competing feelings? What is happening um, so that you can really problem solve as opposed to getting stuck into, well, I just should do it or this is the right thing to do. Okay, well, that hasn't worked so far. So maybe you need to do something else, work around it. Yeah, it. I, I think the only thing you should put on yourself or the things you think you should put on yourself, right? right? Like, does yeah. the should matter to you? Do you think you should? Right. If you think you should, then it's cool. Give yourself a kick in the ass every once in a while. Right. We all need it. But if you're like, I should do this and you take a step back and you, and some imagine someone going, should you? Mm-hmm. Why? You should have a reason for the why, right? 100%. You should have an answer to that. If I say I should do this and someone asks me why, there should be an answer that comes pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. And that it should resonate with me, not because so-and-so said so, or because that's just the way it is, right? Yeah. Why should you? And mm-hmm. if you don't have an answer, that's actually another good place to start in yep. terms of assessing of whether it's actually something you should be doing. Yeah. That's a time to pause and be right. like, okay, wait. Right. Yeah. So why? You know, if you feel really strongly that you should do X, like, cool. No one should tell you otherwise. But if you don't know why... <laughs> then I have a lot of questions, mm-hmm. especially if it's something that's hard and causing you stress. That just right. feels nonsensical. Mm-hmm. So, and no one wants to be nonsensical if they can avoid it. Right. So we hope that this helped. At least maybe maybe this was motivation enough to get you out the door for the thing you were procrastinating on. I hope somebody was procrastinating, heard this, and then they're like, I'm committed. And they went out the door. There you go. That would be cool. But either way, if you're in one of these positions that we described, we're sending you lots of strength and empathy and just know that whatever you feel is the right path for you, that you get to own that. And we thank you for joining us. You can chat with us and let us know what you got out the door to do as a result of this podcast. Thank you. On social media, we are at Viva Wellness NYC. Please do all the positive things you do to podcasts, which sounded mod moderately dirty but it is not <laughs> nice things to podcast please do that leave us good feedback to... 
Right. And tune into next ep- our next episode. They come out every other Wednesday, and we hope you will join us again. Bye.